Okay guys, tonight we've got a beautiful video for you. I'm going to show you how to alter some job step properties and specifically we're going to be talking about the retry attempts in this one. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at it in SMS first. If you've uh, got your list of jobs here, you double click on it and you go to steps and theoretically you should be able to bring up uh, any step right here, right? And you go to advanced and here's the retry attempts right here, right? That's the number of times that uh, SQL is going to retry that command if it fails before it goes ahead and fails the step. And then of course there's your retry interval, right? That's how how often or how long it's going to wait between retries. So you can see here I've got this one set for five retry attempts and uh, an interval of one minute, right? <clears throat> okay, so uh, we're going to do this in PowerShell and the easiest way to do something like this is uh, to start from SMS and go to the jobs uh, node right here and right click on it and say start PowerShell. Okay good, now I'm going to go ahead and make that just a little bit smaller for us. There we go. Okay so in here I can get a directory of jobs, right? No problem with that. Um, but I've got to be able to get to the job steps themselves because it's not the jobs that have the retry attempts, it's the job steps. The easiest way to do this, I'm going to go ahead and clear the screen. Uh, the easiest way to do this is uh, with SMO. And I know I'm, I, I talk again, I speak out against SMO a lot of times because it's not the right tool for the job, but it just so happens to be the right tool for the job this time. Um, we're in SQL PS, so we don't have to load the, uh, the assembly. But I'm going to go ahead and show you how to load the assembly anyway, just in case you do it from PowerShell proper. And it's not going to hurt anything if we go ahead and load it here. So we start with our square brackets. Flexion.assembly, double colon. There you go. Parentheses. There you go. And we'll say. I'll load that. <clears throat> since we've got the the GAC and the version and the location and everything, since it shows us that, that means it loaded okay. Now we can start our actual work. And like I said, since we're in SQL PS, we don't actually have to do that. Um, I could just go ahead and create the new object, but I showed you how anyway. So I'm going to say um, cache JS, which is we're going to have stands for job step, right? Um, and we're going to create a new object. And we are going to type it. Uh, sorry, there, I'm having trouble typing today. So, all that's kind of long, but it, it's necessary. So, we're going to say, uh, we're going to say cache.js equals new object, and the new object type is going to be Microsoft SQL Server Management SMO Agent Job Step. When I hit enter, that's fine. It just created the variable. Um, I can just print JS to the screen. There's nothing there yet, but you can see it comes up with the default name, right? I, I haven't filled it with anything yet. I haven't told it which jobs I want to look at. But what I can do is pull a get member on it and look at its members. So you see here in its members, <clears throat> and this is a job step type, right? You can see right here I have my retry attempts, my retry interval my parent, 
the name, the ID, right? So we've got these things, last run date and so on. So we've got these things here that we can, uh, um, that we can play with. And that's what we're going to do now. I'm going to go ahead and clear the screen for a second. Now, um, now all I need to do is fill it. So right now I'm going to do every job on the server. So I'm just going to say that JS equals directory uh, and for each one of those I want to say dot enum job steps by ID. So um, if you look here I'm, I'm just setting this variable that's already a job step type, right? I'm setting it equal to the directory uh, so I'm going to pull back all of the jobs in the job server and for each one of those jobs in the job server, that's what that is, I'm going to enumerate or I'm going to call the enumerate job steps by ID method, okay? And then I'm going to take that and I'm going to put it in here. So when I hit enter, okay, now when I pull back JS, now I get a list of job step names, right? And that's all those are, are job step names. <clears throat> we have no idea which jobs they belong to yet, right? Um, let's go ahead and investigate that a little bit. What if I did want to know which jobs they, uh, they belong to? Well, that's actually pretty easy. Um, all I have to do is pipe that to a format table and say I want uh, the parent, the name, uh, and just do like that. There we go. So now I can see uh, the job steps. I can see the, the jobs that they belong to and the steps that they are. Let's say I only want to see, uh, let's say I want to see the, uh, the job ID as, or the step ID as well. So now I can see which step ID it is and I can see how many, how many jobs only have one step in them, right? So all of these guys only have one step in them. This one has three, this one has one, this one has three, this one has three, right? So there you go. It's really easy to, to get this kind of information. Um, now, if you're wondering about the uh, enumerate job steps method, the enum job steps method that we called up here, that's really easy. That's at the job level itself, right? So if I'm still in the jobs tree right here, right in the jobs node, so if I do a, a get member on the directory, here you can see I've got a whole host of methods up here at the top, and one of them is enumerate job steps by ID. So that's how I knew I could do that because I pulled a get member at the job level and I did the enumerate job steps by ID, right? I could also enumerate job step logs. That's pretty cool too, right? Enumerate history, enumerate alerts. There's a lot of really good stuff that you can do in here. So, okay, um, now that I've got that, I'm going to go ahead and clear the screen again so we can see what we're doing. All I have to do now is, uh, um, is change the retry attempts. So I'll go ahead and print this to the screen again just to show you. Okay, so we do have it enumerated, right? So now all i got to do is say, uh, is take uh, the contents of cache.js, and for each one of those, Oops. Uh, dot underscore. There we go. No, 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 no. 
There we go. Sorry about that. Um, I'm going to uh, set the retry attempts equal to, oh, let's say 10, right? Now, if you looked way up at the top when we were going through the methods, you'll notice that it has an alter method. And I've said this many times before. If, uh, if an object has an alter method, it typically likes you to use it. So if you, if you change this property here to 10 and you don't call the alter method, what's going to happen is it's going to change it in this current PowerShell session, but it will not push it to the server. And so you'll, you'll think you changed the value when you actually didn't. So I'm going to go ahead and hit OK on that. Good. That's done very quickly. So now I should be able to come in here. And this might crash on me again. Looks like it's going to. Yeah. Okay, give me a second. There's something uh, wrong with my SMS. I usually have to restart it after I look at the jobs a couple times. I'll just restart it here real quick. Connect back to localhost. Okay, so now we're back on jobs. There we go. Come to there. There. Run agent, advance. And you can see that my retry attempts has been set to 10. Right? Remember, it was 5 before. I can come into another one of these. Uh, distribution cleanup. Uh, steps. Agent, advanced. And it's 10 as well. Right? Okay. So that's hunky-dory. Um, I got no problems there. And I could change any of the uh, properties that I have there. Let me get back here. I could change any of these properties. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so, uh, well, not any of them. I couldn't change the ID or anything, but I could probably change the name, right? I can change uh, uh, the retry interval, right? So, uh, I can change the command. So if, if I had, say, a maintenance routine that I had pushed out to all the servers, or I had pushed out to this server, or I had several different backup routines, and I wanted to uh, change the SP that they all ran, it would be very, very easy for me to come here if I wanted to change one of the variable, I mean, one of the, uh, um, uh, yeah, one of the variables that's passed into an SP uh, in one of the commands, I could very easily do that here just by changing the command here and changing it for all of those that are affected, right? But let's say that you uh, that you don't want to do it on all of the servers, right? Let's say you, I mean, on all the jobs. Let's say you only want to do it on, oh, let's say anything that starts with DBB. Why not, right? So what we would do, that's actually pretty easy. We would go back to uh, this line right here where we set it equal to directory, right? And then we would just pipe the directory to a where clause first. So I would say where name, oh, let's say like, and I would say dbb star, right? Let's go ahead and pull up that list first. There we go. I've got only those three, right? So. Once I've got that, uh, da -da 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 -da. now all I have to do is pipe that to 
the enumerate jobs method There we go, and now I've got the job steps right here, right? So that's absolutely perfect, I've got no problems. And now I just do the rest of it the, the same way I always wanted to. Um, but let's say that I wanted to do it later on in the game. Let's see if I've still got enough commands in my history. Well, I'll just run this one again without the where clause. So now I'm setting JS back to all of the the jobs on the server, right? So before I just limited it here um, by using this where clause when I when I enumerated all the jobs. So I, I limited it there, and now I've taken it back to all the jobs on the server. So um, let's say I wanted to limit it afterwards for some reason. I'm just this is just uh, um, this is just job step Olympics at this point, right? Well, that would be fairly simple as well. Um, when I go to when I go to call it, oops, not that. There we go. When I go to, uh, I'll just show you here. When I go to change it, equals one. There we go. On this line that we did before, all I have to do is add a where clause in here. So pipe that to a where clause. And I'll go ahead and finish off that pipe and then come back. There we go. Now I can say where parent, like, oh, what did we say before? We said, uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh yeah, dbb star. So that should only change each one of those. And what I'm going to do to prove it is at the end here, I'll just uh, uh, I'll just print the parent to the screen. There we go. And I did only the ones that start with DBB, right? So let's see how we did. If if uh, SMS will hold up for me, let me refresh this. So if I go to Agent History, oh, gotta restart SMS again. Hold on a sec. Oh, it's a good thing I don't have to work on this box. Okay, here we go. Now, if I did it right, the agent history cleanup should still have 10. There we go. And all of these guys should have, what did we set it to? One? I don't remember. To one. There you go. So, this also has the uh, also has a, a brilliant side effect being in PowerShell and being so easy of being able to be done on multiple servers with just a couple more lines of code. I've done that plenty of times so I'm not going to necessarily do that right here. Um, it's really easy for you to change this into a multi-server script uh, but there you go those are the the basics of uh, of changing job properties and any of those properties in here let me see this again here we go so any of those properties in here uh, da, 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 da. Let me show you. Uh, 
any of these properties that are changeable, I'll say that, um, can be changed. And uh, you can tell which ones are because the ones that aren't, it says last run retries, right? It has get and here it has uh, get and set so you can change the name so anything that has get and set on it um, you can change and so if you've got you know a mass change that you want to make to a whole group of jobs or you've got a mass change that you want to make to a whole group of uh, uh, to a whole group of jobs on a whole group of servers this is an excellent way to do it and remember you can combine these things if you uh, you notice how here I can't necessarily limit the job step by um, by like the um, by uh, the group that it's in, right? So if I come here to job activity monitor, um, I can't I, I can't do categories in the job steps, right? But I bet you anything I could do categories at the job level. Uh, so I can probably do yeah so it's got a category right there and a category ID and a category type so if you wanted to if you wanted to make a mass change to you know even all of the uh, uh, jobs in a specific category you can do that here you can limit it there and then you can go on to the job steps and do only those jobs in that step so um, one really good method for doing stuff like this is syncing up all of the step or all of the job names maybe on all of your servers. So if you want all of your backup jobs to be named the same thing, or all of your maintenance plans to be named the same thing, because it's a lot easier when everything's named the same thing, right? Or if you want everything to be all your backup jobs to be in the same category, if in a, in a backup or a maintenance category, you can easily do that kind of stuff here if it has the word backup in it just search for all the jobs with the word backup in it and uh, set the category ID right so anyway um, there you go talk to you later